Welcome to My RA Life. Today, let's talk about Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat and rheumatoid arthritis. How are they alike? I'm going to tell you. Having an autoimmune disease and trying to do things like travel or put on a bra can be fine one day and then you have a flare. Oh my goodness. A flare is when you try to perform a basic task and then you hear, get over here. <laughs> like your body literally just turned into a Mortal Kombat game. You're like, wait, I didn't know you were stopping by today. Who let you in? Well, it's your flare. It's your flare knocking on your otherwise normal day. For all of you stalkers and non-stalkers alike, Follow me on Instagram at lenslaw2020 <laughs> for resources like gadgets I use to make living with an autoimmune disease easier. Visit my online store at kit.co slash lenslaw. Lens is spelled L-I-N-D-S. entertaining as I make it sound it's not fun you know what I'm talking about or maybe you don't let me explain rheumatoid arthritis is different than say your general arthritis in the knee or just localized to one area of the body rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disease which means your immune system basically attacks itself. With RA or rheumatoid arthritis, your body or your immune system attacks its own joints and synovial fluid. People with RA have issues sleeping. We experience a ton of fatigue. We have extreme pain in certain joints throughout our bodies. For some, it's the back and the neck. For others, it's the space behind their eyes. It's the knees, the feet, right? The ankles, the shoulder. For me, it's my right elbow. It, the list goes on and on and on. It basically affects your mobility. Now that we've discussed <laughs> Mortal Kombat in RA, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what rheumatoid arthritis is. But first, 
I want to tell you about the time I was attacked by the water cooler in a grocery store because I feel like this story needs to be heard. So one day I decide to, you know, mosey about and go to the grocery store because I'm thirsty. I'm traveling. I'm in a different country. No, sorry guys, I didn't have a water bottle this time. All right, I love the environment too, but I didn't have a water bottle (laughs) on this trip. So I go to the store and I walk back. I'm already kind of in a little bit of inflammation because I've been walking about, all that good stuff. Well, I get to the water cooler. You know the area of the store where you kind of have to open the glass fridge, if you will, and each bottle of water, soda, or juice has maybe like 10 or 20 behind it, pushing it up against the front, right? So once you take one out of the slot, the others automatically fall forward. So there's a lot of pressure on each one in the front row. Well, okay, I try to grab the water. Well, first, first, I try to open the door with my, I think my left hand. Not enough strength, not enough strength in the left hand. So I try with the right. No, it's a no-go. All right, we're gonna thrust our hips into this. Okay, maybe not the hips, but I use both of my hands to open the fridge, okay? Now I feel like I've gone through the amazing race just to open the fridge to get the water. Now we have to get the water out of the fridge. We try but the pressure from all of the other waters behind it in that row was just too much. So I take a deep breath. (sighs) Now at the cooler for maybe two, three minutes. That doesn't sound like a long time, maybe to the average person, but it usually only takes you two seconds to grab, (laughs) to open a door and grab a bottle of water. Finally, I get the water out of the cooler, okay. I'm walking to the cash register. Finally, you know, a sense. So I get to the cash register and I do the usual, hey, how's your day? How are ya? And I butter up the cashier for what's to come. What's to come, you may ask? Well, none other than the awkward moment where I ask a complete stranger for help opening my water bottle. (laughs) I first say, can you open my water bottle? And she kind of pretends that she didn't hear me. Okay, maybe she didn't pretend. Maybe she didn't hear me. Okay, benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt, guys. All right. So then she asked me to repeat myself. What did you say? Um, Well, um, could you please open my water bottle? Do you mind? And she kind of gives me a little tilt, kind of looks at me like, "Mm, why? (laughs) And so I say, well, um, I have rheumatoid arthritis and I just need a little help sometimes and instead of her opening the water she starts to inquire about rheumatoid arthritis now innocently enough all right she's not being a bad guy just 
inquires about RA. Okay, fair enough. Before I had RA, I had no idea what it entailed or what it meant for someone trying to open a bottle of water. So I explained to her, you know, what rheumatoid arthritis was, and I point to a fairly large kind of bruise on my left forearm. It's pretty big. It takes up a pretty large surface area, but you can only see it if I turn my arm mm, palm facing up, if you will. So I tell her, I show her, (laughs) and she finally opens my bottle of water, and yes, success. I can drink my water and hydrate in hopes that not only will I quench my thirst, but my inflammation will go down. Now I have a thought. If I had been someone in, let's say, a wheelchair or I had crutches, let's even say a temporary arm sling, I... I think that she would have sooner rather than later opened the water for me. And I think that most people, when they see a physical disability, have an immediate response uh, in terms of providing empathy and whatever support is needed or assistance versus having an invisible disability. And this is something I talk about with my friends because having an autoimmune disease, sometimes it makes you feel invisible because you can't see my fatigue. Okay, maybe some days you can. (laughs) Or you see the signs of it rather, right? You can't see my fatigue. You can't see that my levels are out of control, right? For my rheumatoid factor, right? You or my protein is out of whack. You can't really see unless you look or you know what my body looks like on a normal basis that my hands, my fingers, my wrists, my ankles, my knees, my back, right? Are all swollen or achy and in pain or stiff. Oh, the stiffness. Who can see the stiffness, right? So, You need help. You're in a position where you need help. You need assistance from others. You cannot. You just cannot do it alone. But people don't really see it. And so you kind of get into these situations where maybe you're more comfortable asking for help. Maybe you're not. But you get into these positions where you have to rely on the kindness of people and hope that they believe (laughs) what you're saying. And, and they help you, right? I want to take this moment to just inform people that when you have an autoimmune disease like RA or rheumatoid arthritis, a lot of times you won't present to the naked eye, right? To people who don't really know about RA or autoimmune diseases, you won't really present as someone who is ill or in need of care. You know, particularly if you are young, particularly if you are beautiful, and I can't even imagine if you are a guy. I don't know. Maybe the guys (laughs) get sympathy from the ladies. I don't know. I don't know. But I imagine that it must be tough 
because I can tell you as a young woman, people do not associate rheumatoid arthritis with being young and being, you know, I'll say, I, I think I'm pretty. I think I'm, I think I'm beautiful. Okay. I think I've got some features here or there, a dimple or two, right? But you just wonder, you know, why do we have these images in society of old people, right? Old people have arthritis, not young people, not people in their mid-30s or 40s. Old people in their 80s with a wheelchair and a cane, (laughs) they have arthritis, which they do. They do, they do. But they're not the only ones. I know if you have RA or some autoimmune disease, you've been in a situation where someone is shocked that someone like you could have it. Someone who looks like you, someone as young as you, right? Someone as active as you, right? Someone as positive or healthy as you. Well, I'm here to tell you, my friends, RA, rheumatoid arthritis, does not discriminate (laughs) because even the cutest, cutest, most innocent babies can have rheumatoid arthritis. Now, one thing I want each and every one of you to do, if you have RA, I want you to know that you're not alone. You are seen. You are not visible. You are not invisible. Yes? You're not invisible. You are seen. You are not alone. There are others who have invisible disabilities or impairments, right? I know we're not all comfortable using that term. So I'll say impairments to our mobility. You're not alone. You are seen. You are needed. You are valuable. And I want everyone else out there, if you know someone with RA, if you don't have RA, if you don't have an autoimmune disease, to just take a moment and think about how you can be more empathetic and understanding to those with invisible disabilities. The next time someone asks you to open their bottle of water, maybe say, sure, if you can. I'm not going to say sure because I I can't, okay? So (laughs) don't ask me, guys. I can't because of my RA. But if you can, if you're an able-bodied person in terms of, you know, your wrist strength, at least, which may include some people with RA, um, because we all have it to varying degrees, you know, mild, moderate, or severe, in, in different places, which is also very important to note. It affects each individual very very differently all right you guys it's time to wrap it up wherever you are in the world have a beautiful day afternoon or night and stalk me instagram at lenslaw 2020 you can find all the gadgets that i'll be talking about in my upcoming podcast that i found helpful in terms of living an easier life with an autoimmune disease at kit.co slash lens law. See you later.